But Dad, isn't it time for illegal ham in the face? But, but, but bro, where's the banjo? What is going on, everybody? Happy eight and three week. I am that fat guy, and you are with us on Illegal Ham to the Face. I have always with me, Big Bri. Yeah. I always have with me, my cousin Vinny. Good morning. All right, so we are here with a super show today. This is episode 30. And I thought I had something surprised for everybody, but I really don't. Uh, it just didn't come to fruition, so that's my fault on that one. Um, also, okay. uh, we want to uh, do some shout-outs today. We got a shout-out uh, Razzles for Junior for letting us have a blast there last week. Absolutely. Uh, Brian, do you have any shout-outs? Uh, I'm going to shout-out my boy, Polly D, because I've come to the conclusion that He's a lot smarter than I gave him credit for because I think Stefanski's a phenomenal coach. So we all thought that maybe he was just a puppet for the Haslam's, but he, he's he's proven to be the real deal. So shout out to you. I apologize for judging you, but um, yeah, thank God for you. Well, you are really picking Paul D. Podesta, huh? I, yeah. I mean, we all thought it was just a moron uh, Moneyball guy couple years ago and had we hired his dudes to fancy last year who knows what could happen that is true i agree with that uh Vinny, do you have any shout outs uh tomorrow's actually one of my uh one of my buddy's birthdays and uh he lives out towards painesville and stuff named johnny and uh, he'll be 22 actually so yeah nice. shout him out nice. brian we also have a shout out that we found out about with uh one of the guys we used to work with uh, we gotta mm-hmm. get we gotta give Ronnie a shout out, don't we? Oh yeah, he, right. Him and his uh, wife are expecting a newborn yeah. in what is it May? I believe. Uh, I'm not sure. That I think right. I think it spring, is May. Summer. So, mm-hmm. Ronnie, I know you listen to us. Congrats, buddy. We are very very happy for you, and yeah. you might as well just start beating your head against concrete wall now because uh, I had to do homeschooling today. <laughs> so. Pray to God they get a vaccine and get the schools opened up because it is horrible. I would pay literally hundreds of dollars to sit in on you teaching your kids Spanish. It was, I had to teach them. So we had to go over their Chinese lesson. Okay. Cause Alexander, Alexander, Alexander takes Mandarin and we had to go over uh, algebra. And what else do we have to do today? There was something else we had to do today. It blew my mind, buddy. I'm sitting there going, these teachers need paid more than anybody else on this planet to put up with the knuckleheads like my kids. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I will give you $5 if you can give me three Chinese words. Ni hao. That is hello. Is that, one or two? that is hello. <laughs> That's one. That's one. Okay. Uh, we went over the other ones. Now I can't remember them. See, my brain doesn't retain like that. I can do, I can do I Spanish, would... but you know, my kids are like, "No, we oh, want yeah. to do Mandarin." I'm like, "Why? Why? I can don't dance <laughs> Salabano. It's easy. It's not that hard. Where's the bathroom?" 
Where's your crap for you? Who's the face of Porfavor? Easy. Give me another beer. <laughs> I mean, I don't understand. Ni <laughs> how? Huh? Ni how? Ni how? Okay. Ni how? Yeah, I'd have given you two credits for that one, but all right, that's one. <laughs> so, wow, we were getting off track with this show. I love it. All right, so today we are going to get into our fantasy here a little bit. We're going to talk about the Browns versus Jags. We're going to talk about upcoming Browns versus Titans. And then we are going to get into our top three soups because uh, Mother Nature just dumped about a wonderful 18 inches worth of shit on top of us today. So, uh, you know, we're going to get that kind of paired up and get it going good because uh, we do not like this weather because Brian and I both have to shovel it every time it does this. And it's not fun. So, uh, let's see here. We, let's get into our fantasy. All right. So, for fantasy this week, we have my cousin Vinny on the board over here. Vinny, what do we do in fantasy this week? Hey. Uh, Fantasy-wise, things are a little off kilter, but it's not going to make too big of a difference in the standings overall. Uh, Joe Bear is asterisked at 8-3 and three still. And the reason why is because I actually have somebody uh, still playing. We're going to play a Wednesday. There's a Wednesday game still needing to be played between uh, Baltimore and uh, uh, Pittsburgh. Yeah, go figure that one. Right. You know, they let Denver play without a quarterback. But, hey, it's okay, Pittsburgh and Baltimore. We'll we'll push another (laughs) push another day for you guys to get healthy. Is uh, is is Lamar Jackson out? I have no clue what's going on with it anymore. I just see new updates every day, and it's just trash every day. So I just kind of zone it he, out. He was on the COVID list. I don't know if he tested positive or not. But, you know, in all reality, as Browns fans, we should be rooting for Pittsburgh to win this game because that would help us out a lot, bumping Baltimore down two games below us. Yeah. Mm. Can you really ever root for Pittsburgh, especially when they're 10-0 and 0 or whatever mm. they are? Uh, obviously, I don't know if I can. Obviously, you said you would at the uh, Super Bowl. I would. Yeah, you said if. Well, no, I would root for the Steelers against Tom Brady. That's what I said. Yeah, yeah, no, I would. <laughs> I've never rooted for the Steelers in my life, but I might have to tomorrow. Right. Don't say that. See that? I don't. I don't think I will. But I don't, a tie. I'll root for a tie. There All we right. go. Get blackout drunk and just forget about it. <laughs> All right. Just done and done. Done and done. All right, so where are you, Vinny? All right. Well, I I I called the game on this one here. Juice <laughs> against Papa V. Uh, the, we gave Juice the win on that one. Uh, Papa V would have needed uh, his kicker to get about eighty points in order to win. So it's happened. It happened before. It, yeah, I, it's happened somewhere. Um, <laughs> uh, Bry, you're sitting at uh, five and seven. Yeah, my goose is cooked. Yeah, that's all right. I'm I'm, I'm, I'm I'm right there with you. I'm I'm holding on to hopes and dreams, but that's only to end, to end up getting me to tie you at five and seven, which isn't going to yeah. help either. Of he us needs later uh, on. Right. he needs Claypool to go off for like forty <laughs> points. Thirty, thirty. Hey. Come on. What what Tyreek Hill have this week? Sixty. Something like that. Juice had him. You should know. Yeah. yeah. No, it could happen. You never know. So on the on the fatty side, uh, you know, Phillips is seven and five. Uh, Lauren is seven and five. They also have uh, a 
Baltimore game coming up here uh, that they're looking at playing. But Lauren's up 40 points, and she has Roethlisberger. So, uh, you know, it's it's going to be a tough road um, for Phillips to win that one. So we gave that one to Lauren. Uh, big man's 5-7. and seven. Uh, Tubby, 5-7. and seven. And the Fatty Vamp at 7-5. and five. Booyah! So, huh. guess who's making the Derek playoffs, Henry. boys? Guess who's making the playoffs? Yep. You know what was great about that whole situation, Brian? Because I was like, man, mm. should I start Jacobs or Henry? I'm like, I went like gut feeling. I'm like, I'm going to start Henry. Took out Jacobs. Jacobs really didn't do anything. And then I get a wonderful text message from one of our best friends, Big Boy Phillips. And he mm-hmm. called me about four different words that I cannot speak in uh, Mandarin <laughs> or Chinese. But uh, he was very upset that I stole Derrick Henry from him. And my exact words to him is, you should not have colluded with Big Bry and kept Kelsey on your starting lineup. And this would not have happened. So, you know, speaking well, of... Lesson learned. Speaking of collusion, I got to call you out on that one, too. Because I did I did it work the other day. But, you know, you, mm-hmm. you colluded to help out Phillips to save Kelsey. But you, but you also, no, but also, you double colluded trying to get me to pick up his other running back so I could trade you him. So you, there's no you're, collusion. You are like a double all. spy. You're a double spy, <laughs> no, right? There's no, there's no. It was for Phillips. It was a friendly tip. Hey, buddy, looking out for you. And with you, I was, it was like insider trading. It was just. Yeah, uh-huh. hey, you get you get that guy, and then I'll trade you this guy. Uh huh. Yeah. Wow. Why didn't you tell Phillips to drop that guy then? Because I don't, I don't know. Oh. I wasn't looking out for Phillips. I was looking out for me. <laughs> there it is. And double spy, Brian. And I'm out of, I'm out of the playoffs. So, <laughs> all right. I guess lesson learned. Well, it's all right. It, it was just fun while it lasted because you know Phillips how salty he gets. Just makes my well, day. and I. I think the correct me if I'm wrong, Vinny, but I think the playoffs are basically set even before this uh, final week, right? Yes, we they are, but we will get yes. into them next week. Right, right, get into it next week. But uh, yeah, I think uh, unfortunately for the four yeah. of us that are out of it, end the season. Yep, but yeah, I do agree. The fat guy gets to go for his whiskey, dope. though. I'm going yeah. to go good with that. Only the fat guy fighting for his whiskey. Now Only the fat point. guy fighting for his whiskey. <laughs> <laughs> I cannot let you. Can't, I can't let Joe Bear get it. You can't accept that whiskey, can you? Oh yes, I can. It's my whiskey. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Why wouldn't I'm, I be able to accept it? I'm just saying. In studio shares only. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay. All right. Well, then, then I'll root for you. I mean, right. It's right. Yeah. I mean, do we? Let's see here. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. We have eleven bottles of whiskey we've polished yeah. off already in these episodes. That is All right. true. And there's still some <laughs> other stuff up here that I cannot mention that we haven't touched in a while. Uh-huh. Oh but, man, I forgot that about that. No, no, no! That's the blue stuff that Vinny brought over that uh, makes you oh. click a couple times when you drink it. <laughs> hypnotic, yeah, yeah, that's hypnotic what, Vinny. Yeah, hypnotic Vinny. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> all right, let's get to our trivia, Brian. I think I got a good one for you. All right. Okay. All right, 
It is Fatty's turn to give Big Bride the trivia. All right, so Big Bride, I did my homework. All right, okay. So the Browns actually have a winning season, or at least a tie. Correct? At eight and three. Wait, what? They technically have a winning season. They're not going to have a losing season. Oh, oh, oh! So this year they're they're guaranteed a winning season. <laughs> yes. Or at least a five hundred season. Okay, yes. yes, got it. Okay, so the last two times this has happened was oh seven, mm-hmm. and yep. Eric Anderson oh two. Yep. Okay. So mm-hmm. what I did <clears throat> just to see where your knowledge is at is I went back from nineteen ninety nine. To mm-hmm. now, okay? And I okay. added up all the win totals and all the losses totals. Okay? okay. So that 2002 was nine wins, okay? Mm-hmm. That 2007 was ten wins. Ten wins, Okay. Yeah. And I did not add in this season. So there's 20 wins right there in just those two seasons out of how many? 20, 20 seasons, right? Oh. 21. 21 seasons? Yeah. So what mm-hmm. I am asking you, big fella, and it is going to be over under. Okay, they have played two hundred and eleven. Well, it's more than two hundred eleven. Is that's two hundred eleven? So it, that's how many losses they have. Two hundred eleven losses. Okay. So over under one hundred for ninety nine till now. Okay. Okay. Over under 100 wins? Yes. Boy. And, and you're taking out those two seasons that... Uh, oh, no. Those seasons are staying won. in. We're taking out this season. Oh. Uh, okay. But I'm just telling you, there's 20 wins okay. right there. So... Okay. Basic, uh, gotcha. Basically, they have to average five wins a year for 20 years to get to 100. Yes. But so, we know that they had, uh, uh, what, one win in two seasons? Yes, but, you know. So they had to make up for that somewhere. Yes. So, okay. over, under, think about it. Okay. I got gotcha. you. All right. Well, we are getting into, I got to give you the, uh, the Cheap Seats boys sent us their fantasy picks for the week. And is that my phone yeah. beeping? My apologies. That's my phone. I did not put it on silent. Uh-oh. Well, Brian, I'm not here to yell at you anymore. So Speaking of, I better put mine on silent. <laughs> so, uh, Juice from Cheap Seats Podcast reached out to us, and he gave us his fantasy picks for the week. At quarterback, yeah. he has Derek Carr going against the Jets. Okay? Yeah, he's got a bounce back. I think he had zero this past week. Point six. Uh, Derek Carr did. Point six. Yeah, Vinny point six. Did you have him, Vinny? No. <laughs> oh, okay. So, at running back, he had David Montgomery versus Detroit. Okay. At wide receiver, Yakim Corot versus Cincinnati. Who's he play for? I didn't got to look at the text. I don't know. Oh, I'm sorry. And then the wild card, Ito Smith versus New Orleans. Yeah, um... Uh, Atlanta running back. Yes. So, those are what uh, Juice has. And if you guys haven't listened to him yet, please check out the uh, Boys in Cheap Seats. They uh, 
they're definitely funny. Uh, Juice put out a TikTok video about Chief Seas podcast, and he is definitely a bearded menace, and it's quite uh, entertaining for all of us. <laughs> so, and any word on when they're making a uh, a road trip to Ohio? Uh, not yet, but from what I heard, it's probably going to be after the first of the year. Okay. After everything gets situated, holidays are taken care of, and all that stuff. So, all right. So maybe when the Browns are playing in the AFC Championship, they might come up? Yes. Nice. So, we are going to get into the Cleveland Browns versus the Jags, which the score was 29-27. to That sounds right. Or was it 27-25? 2725 I think sounds okay. right. It was one of those two. I knew they, I knew it was two points, but at the time, you know, yep. little play pool little It was rated. right cuz we were up 27-19 at one point and then they scored their final touchdown. So, uh what's your uh what's your big takeaways from this game, Bry? Um my my biggest takeaway involves Baker and it's just the fact that you know, we're just going to have to live with what Baker is, and that's just an inconsistent quarterback because I saw a lot of great throws that Baker made in this game. But we also saw some three or four terrible throws where specifically that one uh, where he had Higgins in the end zone wide open, that's become a meme, and uh, it said something like, can you believe that? this play ended in an incomplete pass or something like that. Do you remember the one that I'm talking about where um, Higgins ran a slant route or something at the nine, eight yard line and he was wide open in the middle of the field. Oh yeah. He's right in the middle of the end zone. He was wide open from the moment that he left the line of scrimmage. Oh yeah. And Baker saw him and he like hesitated and I, I believe it's because he was he's six feet tall and he couldn't make that throw. So he had to wait for Higgins to come into his throwing lane before he could get it to him. And so he like he almost like balked at it and then he held it back and then he threw it and it was just a terrible throw. Yeah, I and I, so it was it was really high. I get it. But also like I told you that day, uh Kareem Hunt also came open right underneath Higgins. So he had two people right there, right both in right. the same vicinity that he could have nailed right on the numbers and been done with it. But he also made some really great passes though, like the one to right. Landry in the end zone. Actually, was right. it the one to Hodge that I keep seeing on um uh Twitter where he did uh yeah. Hodge did the out route and there's only one place Baker could have thrown it and it was right I mean the defender was all over him, but he nailed him right in the hands. Was, was that a fourth down play? I don't know if it was a fourth down play or if it was a third down I play. It was, unless I'm thinking of a different one. But but I mean, yeah, he, I, I'm with just, you. He, he's he's too inconsistent. Those passes in the end zone, he's got to hammer those. But the great just, thing about Baker, right. though, is he understands he has to hammer those, and he takes it on himself because he even said he goes, "I cannot give him points like that." Because guess what? The difference between that game, if he would have made that touchdown to Higgins that we were talking about, that game would have been a blowout, and we wouldn't have to worry about it till the end. Instead, yeah, it became right. a field goal game. And guess what? You won by yeah. a field goal. And, yeah, that, that was my biggest takeaway, was just that Baker can make these unbelievable throws. He can make the elite quarterback throws, but there's other throws that just leave you scratching your head. Like, it, it seems like a... Um, a high school kid can make those throws. There was a third down 
to Chubb in the or to Hunt in the second half, I think that he had Hunt wide open and he threw it behind him, and because of that, we we didn't get the uh, third down completion, and so you know that that has major impacts, and so hopefully, as he gets more experience in this system, those terrible throws will disappear more and more. But, but um, but you can until see. then we're just gonna have to deal with it. Yeah, but you can see how confident he is, though. Once he gets out of the pocket, he starts moving around. He can actually see down the field. Yeah. It, at that point mm-hmm. in time, he's throwing lasers at everybody, and they're normally accurate every time he throws them. Like, they're, the ones he threw to Landry, like, Landry was right out, right in front of him. He could have just, you know, ran for 10 yards. He's like, here, just let me do a little quick pitch to Landry and see what happens. And guess what? 13 yards later, guess what? You got first down. But it was yeah. nice to see yeah. also Landry ball out. Because Landry needed to, yeah. Oh, and I man. mean, he completely he made some unbelievable out. catches. I that catch that Baker threw at him in the end zone, I thought that was going to be incomplete all day because it was low, mm-hmm. right down to his feet. But it was the only place that Jarvis could have caught it, where that defender wouldn't have even came close to. So this is what we're talking about with Baker because the inconsistency is he can make a throw right. like that, but you have a wide open person in the end zone and you can't just lob it to him. Like that's where the mm-hmm. That's where the average quarterback and the great quarterback have to come together for him. Yeah. Because if he can just eliminate those bad throws. Yes. I mean, he, he, he could be talked about as a top 10. Who knows? Maybe someday, hopefully, a top five quarterback. Yeah. And it, that's what we're kind of hoping for because that's what we want him to be. But, you know, the, yeah. those things that little hiccups that he does make you question it. But at that point in time, though, he is controlling and commanding this team, Bri. He really is. Mm-hmm. I mean, he has got his hands all over this team and how they play, how they run, and how they block. Because, I don't yeah. know, did you hear the quote on the uh, defensive line when they shifted? They had to, uh, uh, something about what, <laughs> that's cute guys or something. Yeah, he told me because that's fucking cute guys as they shifted yeah. over when they had emotion. <laughs> but I mean, he's going to be him. You can't take that away from him. But it, you know, it rubs people right. some people the wrong way. But that's how he likes to play football. And if that's what he needs to be to be pumped up and to do a good game, mm-hmm. then go for it. I don't care. Be that cocky little asshole. I don't care. Yeah, and we've talked in the past at. I don't know if I ever can remember a quarterback in the NFL that's been as momentum-driven as Baker. When things are going great, he's joking around. He's making tremendous throws. But if he gets down early in the game, you know, we just have to deal with it for the whole game and try to work around his terrible play. Because you can tell pretty early, you know, what, what kind of Baker we're getting. And thankfully, this was a pretty good Baker, even though he had a couple bad passes. I loved what Stefanski did early in the game to get Baker easy throws. That first drive was kind of throwaway drive because uh, Jacksonville's special teams kind of dominated the first quarter, in my opinion. They pinned us down on the, what was it, five, four or five-yard line, and then they got that 54-yard field goal. But when we were pinned down there, we lost a couple yards, and then we just had to punt it away. But that second drive, when Baker could finally start to gain some momentum, his first pass, easy completion um, to, what was it? Was it Landry? Or it 
was, yeah, it was Jarvis, and then he had an easy screen to Nick Chubb. And then he had a rollout to, uh, to Steven Carlson, but they were all pretty easy throws. These guys were wide open. So I give Stefanski a ton of credit for scheming up a play to where, all right, let's get the defense going one way. Let's come back the other way. And Baker's just going to have an easy little pitch and catch, which honestly you and I can do because it was his first one to Landry. Landry started on the right. We rolled out to the left and he came with them like a drag route. It was like a little five yard pitch to him. And it ended up going for like 20 yards or something like that. Brian, let's be honest. I would have tripped on that and fell flat on my face and probably dove into somebody's butt like Mark Sanchez. All right. Uh, so you can't throw me in that loop. Oh, the, they're dead, huh? Have fun. They're dead. Oh, that's all right. You're all right, buddy. It still Let sounds good. we my charger and we'll come back to it. Oh, no, you're good. All right. You, we're I still am. talking here. I'm sorry. Let me get the charger and I'll come back. Okay, so I'm going to finish up. Brian's going to go get his charger. His headphones died towards his phone, so we got to let him charge him back up, but it's okay. He can talk about this. So, Vinny, what I was saying is, you know, with this game, it I don't know how you cannot give Coach Stefanski more credit than what he's gotten because mm-hmm. he has just really turned this whole organization around in a short matter of time between – COVID, between injuries, between front office moves, between everything else, and yet he is still holding it together like a general should. You know what? I completely agree with you on that. I have an interesting question, though. Okay. So there was something I didn't really realize at that point in time when I was watching the game, and I did actually watch the game, so I was happy about that. He was with me, and I can actually... You know, there you go. Attribute to that. He did watch the game. <laughs> so, so the one thing that I found looking at the score, twenty-seven to twenty-five. In hindsight, could we have lost this game in overtime? Because there was a point that Jacksonville went for that two-point conversion. They would have tied it up, and they would have tied it up. Yes, and if it would have gone into overtime. Would Baker have had the ability to get us out of that in overtime? I, I think he would have because he showed that he did versus Cincinnati. So when you get to overtime, okay. but at that point in time, you have to rely on your defense because your offense played, I'm not saying the best that they could under the circumstances, but they did everything they could do. Mm-hmm. I mean, Chubb ran for another 100 yards and another touchdown. Chubb is just... Chubb is going to be probably, he's got to be right now, and other people can say differently. Yes, there's, you know, Derrick Henry and a couple other ones, but Chubb has got to be a top two running back behind Derrick Henry because Derrick Henry just went off last week. Oh, yeah. But, I mean, Chubb is just, he is a different animal, man, and I don't know what it is about him. He's that a he's, breed of his own. He is just a workaholic. Like, he just wants to work. Like, he's like, give me the ball. I'll get it. I'll get five yards. I don't care. Yeah. And even when they couldn't get the five yards with Chubb, you know, because there was an offensive holding, they threw a little screen pass to him. Next thing you know, he's putting his head down <laughs> getting 15 yards. Like, yep. he, he cannot go down on the first tackle. We still don't have Bry back, but it's okay. We'll mess with him when he comes back. <laughs> so, with uh, with with Chubb and everything, with Hunt and how the backfield is doing, you know, you realize we have two running backs in a top 10 in yards. Wow. Between Chubb and Hunt. Chubb, wow, that's Chubb, awesome. Chubb's like fifth, but he's missed 
like three games or four games or whatever it was. Right. And Hunt is either ninth or tenth. So think about that. We have two running backs with over 700 rushing yards right now. Wow, that's awesome. And there's still games left. And there, I see his head. Did you hear what I said, Big Bri? I hear you talking Chubb and Hunt. Yeah, so we were talking about having two running backs in the top 10 in, uh, yards for rushing. Right. And then we also brought up, Vinny brought up the fact, and I want to run it by you because I, I gave my answer to Vinny. Vinny wanted to know that, you know, if, if Jacksonville would have got that two-point conversion there at the end of the game, right, to tie it up, mm-hmm. do you think do you trust in Baker enough to go out and get that overtime win for us? Um, That's pretty much what you said. Hey, pretty much, yeah. I do, but it's more of a trust in Stefanski for me. Okay, so it's more Stefanski-driven than it is Baker-driven. Yeah, because I think Stefanski would have... What I've loved seeing about the Browns over the last, what, three games is they really haven't had a tremendous amount of success in the run game the first, like, two and a half quarters. But the last quarter and a half, especially in the fourth quarter, they just wear people down because they have these two elite backs. And... I'm looking at it here. In the first half, Chubb had 40 yards. In the first half, Hunt had 24 yards rushing. That was it. What Chubb end up with, like 140? Well, yeah, but then they also came out passing in the first half. Yeah. They did a lot more passing in the first half than they did in the second half because I know that uh, Baker only had to throw when he had to. You know, or the second yeah, longs or something of that nature. So it wasn't like they they used them that much at the beginning. They they tend to use them more towards the end. But like you were telling me, though, you're saying it, it's it's very smart of them to use Kareem Hunt the way they are because by the end of the third quarter, Nick Chubb still has fresh legs. Yeah. Right. And he is just running over everybody. Yeah. And we talked and... Nick Chubb is just a special, special talent because he has traits and qualities that some of the greats of all time in the NFL have had. We we almost compared his footwork to like a Barry Sanders. And it sounds ridiculous to say, especially because he's a lot bigger than Barry Sanders. And I'm not saying... He's quite up to par with Barry Sanders, but if you look at his footwork and you were talking about that one cut that he makes and it's just unbelievable like just he, how defenses can never adjust to it. Like you look at Kareem Hunt, you think he's a little shifty. He's a bigger back, but he's shifty and he can move around. And you look at Chubb and you just look at him. You're like, oh, he's not going to make that cut. And like, you know, you and I were talking, it is like a jump step for like two yards and then he's gone. Yeah, and mm-hmm. it's not like a little bit gone because they try to tackle him still, and they cannot get their hands around him. I mean, he just runs through everything. Like I, I really, know. I really want to see. And this is going to sound weird. I want to see the size of his legs. Like those things have got to be mammoth. Well, there were well, was it this off season or last off season videos of him, uh, you know, squatting a crazy amount or box jumping on one leg or something like that. So yeah, I mean, it doesn't happen by accident. He puts in the work, but yeah, but just, you don't you don't really see it or hear it from him. That's the funny thing. Like you hear from other guys, like you know, everybody that gets their interviews and all that stuff, and he's just kind of like the laid back guy going, "No, you guys go ahead." 
you guys go ahead and take the right. take the interview. Right, and that's why. You know, that's to me. That's the reason people don't think of him as the best running back in the game because he doesn't talk. You hear Princess? And, She's going nuts. Oh, I hear she likes that take. <laughs> she huh? loves that take. <laughs> yeah, if he was this giant personality, or if he was the top five pick in the draft, or something like that, Heisman Trophy winner. There's no doubt people would be like, yeah, Nick Chubb, no doubt about it. He's the best running back in the game. But because he's not, he doesn't have all those accolades. Yeah. I mean, he gets disrespected week in and week out. But we as Browns fans, we know what we have with him. And I would love, I was telling you the other day, I would love to see a stat for fourth quarter rushing yards because oh, there's he kills nobody it. in my mind that could even come close to him. No, he kills it. You know, the guy we got this week, Derrick Henry, had like what 160 yards, three touchdowns um, in the first half. In the first half, what did he end up with? How many yards did he end up with? Well, they didn't really need him anymore because it was a blowout. Yeah, but but I'm just saying. I mean, Nick Chubb is there for us when we need him, week in and week out. And like we talked, comparing him to Barry Sanders, maybe a little bit. Um, just. The fact that you can keep him contained for three quarters or whatever, but he's going to eventually break a big run. And oh, yeah. he did it again this week. Last week, it basically won us the game, his big run. Yes, it did. all the momentum shifted our way, and it broke their back. And so you can almost count on that consistently with him, which is it, it blows my mind because they know it's coming, and he still does it. All right, so Big Brian, let's get our final take on the Jags game. All right, it's a win. Win's a win. I don't care if it's two points or one point. Win's a win. They beat the team they should have beat, right? Right. Do you have one final thing you want to say about the Jags? Um, I just, I people might freak out because it was only a two point win against a one win team, but in my opinion, Michael Glennon is vastly underrated as a backup. I think he's a top five, maybe top ten backup in the league. So. Don't don't feel bad about only beating them. I never at one point felt uh, worried that we were going to lose that game. So I give credit to Stefanski. I give a lot of credit to Baker for making plays when he had to. And Landry, obviously, that was the game we've been looking for. That was a reminder that he's still an elite receiver, even though he might not have the numbers that some of the other guys do. So... I, my confidence is through the roof. The defense, yeah, they didn't play great, but we get Miles Garrett back this week. It's going to suck losing Ronnie Harrison. Um, but, you know, uh, Carl Joseph is almost as good, if not better at times than, uh, Harrison is. So our, our offense is humming right now. We're about as healthy as we will ever be. We get Janovich back this week. Um, yes, we do. So, and we picked up a safety uh, from uh, Kansas City. Yeah, that's right. I did hear that, too. So they must be anticipating that Harrison might miss some time. Uh, four weeks um, is what they're saying. Oh, is that right? I think okay. it's four to six. Jeez, yeah. So, so I, mean, it's, have I mean, like I told I told Vinny, I'm like, how Stefanski can't win the coach of the year with this team, dealing with COVID, dealing with all the injuries that he's had to deal with, and still mm-hmm. at eight and three, like we are what top five in AFC right now, right? We're top five. Yeah, yeah. I think yeah. we're fifth. Yeah. I mean, when was the last time we could actually say we were top five in the AFC? Right, and and 
at no point will I ever complain about an eight and three record. But the haters are saying, well, you haven't really played anybody. Well, these next two weeks, you're going to get a chance to prove yourself against. I think Tennessee has the second best offense in the AFC. They could be the second best team in the AFC. I don't put Pittsburgh in there, and I think the Chiefs are the top of the class until somebody knocks them off. And so they, they lost to Pittsburgh by a field goal that they should have made and tied up. So I think this week is going to be a challenge, and you know we're going to see what the Browns are made of. All right. Well, that's a great transition over, bud. That's why you are called the big fella. So let's transition over here into the Titans. So the first thing they got to do is they definitely got to stop Derrick Henry, right? Yeah, that's where it starts. I mean, if you take out Derrick Henry, you take out what they want to do. And they want to do the Mm -hmm. same exact thing that we do. They want to play action. They want to do all that stuff that we do. So if you take out Derrick Henry, and I'm not saying it's going to be an easy game, but it'll be a lot easier than 160 yards and three touchdowns in the first half. So this is time for the defense to step up and actually play a complete game. I want to see this whole team, and I want a team complete game because I don't think we've had a team complete game yet. Right. It's either the offense has won it or the defense has won it or the defense played good enough where the offense could just mutter through and do what they had to do. I want the defense to go out stuff these guys in the face and I want the offense to go out because their defense is suspect and I want to light them up and I mean I want to light them yep. up big yeah uh, that's, that's because the this is of their team is their defense like you said this is the statement game right here this one and the next one these are our statement games to see where we're at as Browns to see what mm-hmm. kind of team this is yep yep I feel a lot better if we if we split, or at least one one, I'm not rooting for a split. I'm rooting for both of them, but we gotta get at least one of these next two. I think you know. I think this one is more than the other one. I think this one will actually give them the confidence to finish off the season, because they already lost to Baltimore. They already lost to Pittsburgh. They're going to be up for those games, all right? Because yeah. that's already a bad taste in their mouth. But this one from last year, and most of this team was here last year when Tennessee came out and romped you in your own home. That's right, right. So there's a little bad taste going on that I think they want to prove. And we are playing at Tennessee, right? We are playing in Tennessee, yep. Just whoop them on their field now. That's all you got. I want want Chubb, Hunt, both over 100 yards. I want Baker over 300. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. And I want Juice to have at least 150 and two touchdowns. I don't care how he does it, running, passing, <laughs> it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. You want it all. I want, I want like a 69 to three, negative three game. I'm going to go straight. I'm going to go old school with the Saturday Night Live, the, the Bears fans. I'm going to go Browns, <laughs> 69, uh, Tennessee Titans, negative two. <laughs> You want the whole poo-poo platter. I want the okay, whole well. poo-poo platter. And I know it's not going to happen, but I can dream, right? I can dream. Sure, sure. And if you remember last year when Tennessee laid the hammer down on us, um, it was actually Marcus Mariota who was their quarterback. They didn't even have Tannehill playing at that time. So I know, you know how Tannehill adds an extra element to where you have to respect their passing game. Um, A.J. Brown is – second-year guy, and he's getting overshadowed a little bit by his former college teammate, D.K. Metcalf, but he's a guy that 
he's almost like a Tyreek Hill. He gets, he'll have two, three, four receptions a game, but he'll have like a hundred yards and a touchdown. So anytime he gets the ball in his hands, he can take it to the house. And their former top five overall pick, uh, Corey Davis, he's turned into a stud as well. He's, he's, he just took a little bit action, buddy. Little bit action. And so they got weapons on the field other than Derrick Henry, John Smith. Uh, he's being a decent tight end. So, you're going to have to play a complete game defensively to, you know, even try to hold them under 25 points. And so the defense is going to have to show up. The offense is going to have to show up because I kind of have a feeling it could be a shootout as long as the weather cooperates. So I'm going to switch it up on the uh, our show now because normally we do the picks at the end of the show, but I kind of want to do them after we get done with these takes. Um, Vinny, is there anything you want to add about Tennessee – have you watched Tennessee yet this year? No. Okay. Perfect. So they need to stop Derrick Henry, right? Sure. There it is. All right. <laughs> solid take. Solid take. Expert analysis. Expert analysis from Vinny. There you go. The business. Stop him. Stop. Gotta stop him. <laughs> Gotta stop him. All right. So let's let's get into our our picks for this score. All right. So let's go. Uh, I'm going to go. And I'm going to go first this time. I'm going to go Browns. I think it's going to happen, Bry. I'm going to go Browns 31, Tennessee 21. Okay. It's not Super Bowl, but I I finally think they get back over to the 30 mark because they flirted with it this game. So what do you think there, big fella? And maybe Vinny can tell me if he's got the picks in front of him. Have you picked the Browns to lose a game yet this year? I thought I did. Uh, let's see. No, he has not. No, I have not. I guess I'm a homer. <laughs> Thanks, Vinny. Okay. Nope. Hey. So your, uh, so your record is the same as the Browns record. Then. Eight and three, buddy. Eight and three. Yes. Eight, Eight and three. three. <laughs> That's not bad. You don't have to apologize for that. All right. Hey, I'll keep being the homer on this show. I mean, you guys can be all negative <laughs> and, you know, I'll be the roo-roo, ha-ha, woo-hoo guy. Yeah, it's. You know, for me, I've been a Browns fan for so long. It's it's more along the lines of you got to prove it to me. I've seen you beat the Jacksonvilles before. I've seen you beat the Houston's and the Philadelphia's. You know, like I said, I think Tennessee could be the second best team in the AFC. So this is a huge game, a huge statement game, a huge coming out party potentially for the Browns. So. You know, Stefanski, Baker, you got to prove it to him. You got to show me. I'm going, like I said, I think it'll be a shootout. I'm going to say Browns 27. Um, let's go Tennessee 35. You're, you're picking Tennessee. So you're taking, you're picking Tennessee. I'm, I'm, I'm taking Tennessee. Tennessee. Yep. Whoa. Bry, I got some breaking news for you, buddy. Oh, boy. Okay. You ready for this? I'm ready. Hopefully, it's good breaking news. It is for us. Uh, The snow is almost out of here. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Not for you, because you... The snow is not good news. The fact that you live further south, it might take a couple more hours, but within Mm -hmm. the next hour, it looks like it's going to switch over to lake effect, buddy, and we are out of the clear, finally. It's only snowed for... What, over 24 hours? 24 hours. Jeez, it's unbelievable. Yeah. 
I mean, I got already. It's been one day. I mean, I got like seventeen. What? No, I got about twelve inches in my house. I I think I got more. You probably got more. Yeah. What do we have out at work there, big fella? Eighteen. Uh, it was at, at least a foot. I yeah. don't know. Could maybe fourteen inches or something. All right. So we're all about the same page. So oh, yeah. they're calling about, for right. another three to six tonight in our uh, wonderful snow belt, though. It's been it's been slightly a depressing week because for me, because if this COVID wasn't here, I probably would have been going down to Tennessee, Nashville to Tennessee Aww. for this game. And so I'm sorry, bud. It, it's a kick in the groin that I got to deal with a foot of snow instead. Although I guess they did have some snow down in Tennessee, so I don't know if that'll be hanging around for Sunday or not, or, or what the weather conditions are like. It's Tennessee. I doubt it. I mean, we're, get, yeah, we're the only ones that get, like, like feet of snow that, you know, <laughs> oh, we're supposed to get a trace to two inches, 16 inches later. Mm-hmm. Hey. All right, Vinny, what's your score? Yeah. Um, I, and actually, I, I did alter my, my score just a hair uh, before Big Bri even said anything. Because I gave you so much crap? No. Dang it. Well, well. I already Maybe know what's a happened. little bit. Maybe I already know bit. what's happening. It's not good. I, I did actually choose uh, Tennessee to, to win this one as well, unfortunately. <sighs> and I, I bumped my score from, from, I originally said 31 to 20, but I, I bumped it up to, to 31 to 24. I, you know, I do got to give our guys a little bit more credit and stuff like that. I think is it, how many times I have you picked 31? Is it 31, 24? <laughs> he picks all the time. Uh-uh. Well, no, 27, well, 24. Just 24. Just 24 in general. Just 24 in general. 24, 21, 27, 24, 31, 24. All right. So, boys, we are going to get into our food topic today. And guess what it is? It is the Mecca that that is the fat boy food. How are your guys' Thanksgivings? Well, do you save yours for last? Oh, yeah. You got to save mine for last because I had people that wanted to come down. I had... uh, I had Lauren and Jay and a whole bunch of other people wanted to come down and beat me up and take my turkeys. <laughs> so let's just leave it turkeys there. Plural. Turkeys plural. So let's go okay. to let's go to Brian. Brian, how was your Thanksgiving, brother? Did you have some good food? It wasn't. It was good. Yeah, it was good. We uh, we ended up celebrating with my brother and his family and my mom on Wednesday. Under ten people, and right? I was. Yep. Yep. Uh, it was. There were uh, what five adults and uh, three kids. Perfect. Perfect number. I was tasked with uh, providing the turkey and I've never cooked a turkey before in my life. And so I didn't know what I was getting into, but I've been smoking a lot lately. And so, um, so my sister-in-law Shailene mentioned that she wanted to smoke turkey and my wife got on board. And so I was smoking a turkey and uh, she also bought a ham and I threw it in there as well. And it took a lot longer than I thought it was going to take. You uh, smoked a ham too? Actually, I smoked a ham and a turkey. Oh. We had to finish the turkey in the oven because it was about five thirty, six o'clock. And the temperature for the turkey was only like 145. And so we had to speed that how thing long, up. How, long you, how big of a turkey, how long did you smoke it for? It was only it was only like a 10-pound, 11-pound turkey. And I, I smoked it for four or five hours. Wow. Um, but yeah, it just it, it hmm. took a little bit of time, and so you got to be patient with that kind of stuff. And I'm not one of those guys that cheats and gets an electrical smoker 
to where you just set it and forget it. No, oh, that's I what mean, that's what my that, brother-in-law did. <laughs> yeah. To me, that's like my wife said, well, why don't you just get uh, one of these electrical smokers and it'll be a lot easier. No, not doing that. To me, that's like taking golf lessons. And no, it's cheating. In my opinion, it's cheating. Right, right. Let's, right that's, let's be honest. That sounds like right up your alley where you just set it and forget it. No, no. Right, no. Right, right. We've been friends forever. Be honest with me. <laughs> set it and forget it. Bronco. That's cheating. That's, that's cheating. cheating. Your brother in law is a cheater. So that's yes, fine. Yes. If you want to eat cheating turkey, that's but, fine. I'll eat real turkey. But also, he did two other t- turkeys. Yep, yep. So I, I give him credit for that. So, so what do you have for sides? Is there anything good on the sides part? The usual. Um, corn, corn. It was like, it's hard to explain. It was corn, uh, it was like cornbread, but it wasn't cornbread and it wasn't corn. It was somewhere in between. Oh, corn casserole. Yeah, that was, that was, sure, there you go, corn casserole. That's what they call we it. We had the sweet, yeah, you, you got that right. Sweet potato casserole. We had mashed potatoes. We had stuffing, which I love, as we talked about. Um, did you do the turkey or the I, cornbread? Uh, I did. Well, I love the cornbread. was probably my favorite thing. of the. Of the no, no, no. But I meant the stuffing. Turkey or cornbread stuffing. Well, I don't know. Oh, it was just my mom made it. So oh, I okay. think it was just, you know, typical homemade stuffing. No, not cornbread. No. But I enjoyed the ham more than I did the turkey. The did ham you? Was delicious. Mm. Yeah, it was really good. Hey. All I did was I I rubbed it down with a little mustard. Yeah. And then I put some uh some brown sugar on it. Nice. And that was it. Easy. And it that, only took maybe two hours. And that, folks, is why we are called Illegal Ham to the Face. You can find us on Facebook, Twitter <laughs> at Ham Illegal, also at Gmail, illegalham to the face dot com. I think my brother made a joke about that when I showed up with the uh, ham. Well, is that ham legal or what? It definitely is illegal. So it right. is illegal. Sorry. Was there was there one surprise at your Thanksgiving that was uh that caught you off guard? Uh my sister in law made a peanut butter pie with like tiny little Reese cups on it. Oh. And it was almost like a peanut butter cheesecake, but it was really good. Pretty yeah. sweet, but it was really good. Alright. Well let's flip it over to Vinny. Is it oh hold well, on. I'm sorry. Let me, let me finish it off real quick. Uh, so we did that on Wednesday. On Thursday, we had uh, uh, some cancellations because of COVID. Um, someone in my wife's family tested positive. So we ended up just having me, my wife, my mom, and my mother-in-law over to our house. So just four of us and had a good time playing games and eating leftovers. All right. All right, Big Brian. Is if we uh, switch over to Vinny now? What you got, Vin? All right. Aww. So, Vinny, oh. tell me about your Thanksgiving. <laughs> What's that all about? No, no, no. <laughs> I had to. Li- I had, so normally Brian likes to look at the time oh, oh, on our oh, show, okay. and I was I was giving him the time because <laughs> I'm not trying to rush everybody along, but we try to keep it under a certain parameter because yeah. we don't want to keep people here too long listening to us. Because sometimes we get in a spot like this where we just kind of ramble on. So, tell me about your Thanksgiving, there, <laughs> big fella. <laughs> yeah, you got it. <laughs> No, actually, uh, my Thanksgiving this year was was pretty just normal. It wasn't uh, anything over the top or anything like that. It was uh, very nice. We had uh, all the normal stuff. We had uh, stuffing. We had uh, not cornbread stuffing. 
Uh, you know, we had the we had the turkey and uh, green bean casserole and what else? Sweet potato pie, um, regular mashed potatoes. Yeah, you know. One now, the... Vinny, I got a question for you. Yeah, is sweet potato pie different than sweet potato casserole? Yes, it is. Yes. Uh, what's the difference? It's a pie. Yeah, it, it, a casserole is anything you kind of bake in the oven and you know you mix stuff with so it. So is it just the shape? Is that the difference? No, the it's not even the. Sh- a... It's not even. It's like pumpkin. You can have pumpkin, but when you get it in a pie form with a crust, it's a pie. Are we getting into a pie talk now? We got to save this I'm for next sorry. week. I was asking Vinny the difference between because I've heard of sweet potato pie as well, but I don't know if I ever had it. I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm sorry, Vinny. Answer the question. I'm sorry. <laughs> That was my fault. Well, if I'm if I'm going by what Fatty said, then I got to retract my statement. I do apologize. We did not have sweet potato pie. It, okay, w- it so would be it a casserole. casserole. <laughs> the, one okay. with, the one with the marshmallows on it. Right. Yeah. 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 Oh, so I had the one with the pecans on it. So oh. we don't really know what sweet potato pie is. Okay. Yeah. No, I guess you're right. Yeah. I don't I, know. I guess I haven't had sweet potato pie. Well, it looks like you're Daddy, right. Daddy, have you had sweet potato pie? I have, and I'm about to Google it now so I can show both of you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm fat. Of course right. I had sweet potato pie. If I, I had, sorry. if hey, if I got Dave to believe that I had ice cream and gravy, shit, I can make anybody believe I had sweet potato <laughs> pie. <laughs> my, my sweet potato pie. So the one, the one cool thing that we had this year, too, and... Now that I think about it, we do have it like every year. They're the the sticks of celery with peanut butter on it, and in some cases they put um, the cream cheese in it too. So you know, nice. either way, yeah. I always forget about it because it's like a little appetizer kind of deal. Oh, that's sweet okay. potato pie. Yeah, it's almost like pumpkin pie. Oh, like, uh, okay, yeah. It looks like pumpkin. pumpkin or it's pecan pie. yeah. It's just a take on no, definitely casserole. Yeah. That's what we had. Yeah, you had casserole. Yeah. Ooh. So sweet it might be the, it might be like the sweet potato casserole filling, but on pie crust. Yes. There you go. But okay. it's like it's gotcha. mashed down All like right. pumpkin. You know what right. I mean? Like it's got okay. that texture. Right. Thank you, Fanny. You're welcome. I appreciate that. That's what I'm here for. I <laughs> keep you, you guys in line when it comes to fat food. <laughs> Jeez. You guys keep me straight. Right. You guys keep me straight for not eating a quadruple uh, quarter pounder. We're good. Right. I was in charge of bringing the wine, so I just went ahead to, uh, pick, you know. Pick Moscato? Uh, yes, it was. Yeah. Did you bring any mm-hmm. other wine? Did I, did I what? Bring any other wine. Uh no no well, three three good. nice big bottles of the oh. of the pink Moscato so so I I gotta ask both of you all right so like my family is huge after we are done with Thanksgiving dinner mm-hmm. right and we get everything settled down mm-hmm. you know because we always do our Thanksgiving around lunchtime so we can watch the football games yeah. kind of everything settled down Brian you did yours later right. Uh, yeah, we did it Wednesday night, which is different this year. I'll get into what our usual routine is, but, but I mean, so yeah, it's quite different. So what we like to do afterwards is about six o'clock. All right. That's when we start boozing. Oh, and then that's when we start playing cards. Oh yeah. And we don't play like little bit of cards. Like it is like the evil kind of cards that you can play with your family mm-hmm. to where it makes your mom. Hold on, Bri, my mother. Mm-hmm. <laughs> told my brother-in-law 
to mm-hmm. fuck off. <laughs> I have never heard my wow. mother cuss in my entire life. <laughs> and she looked at him and told him to fuck off. And I was like, that would shatter everything. I looked at her in a whole different light that day. I was like, Bob, I'm like, seriously? She goes, he deserved it. I'm like, but seriously, like I've, I am almost 40 years old and I've never heard you cuss like that. Like I've heard you say shit sometimes and you know, I've never heard the F word mm-hmm. come out of your mouth. She goes, well, you're about to hear it more little. And then she did it again. I'm like, wow. I'm like, okay, here we go. Yeah, That's how we do yeah. Thanksgiving. Did you deserve it? Probably. Yeah. I'm not gonna, yeah, yeah, I did. I did. I'm not gonna lie, I did. So, so how was this? How was this Thanksgiving different from your normal Thanksgiving that you usually have? For me, less people. Yeah, or both of you. Well, it it was it was less people, but you know, for the first time. Um, so what what people don't know about us is every Thanksgiving I try to go down to my sisters and see my family, and then we kind of do a a thanks Christmas with my wife's family. Yeah. But gotcha. last year we weren't able to go down to my sister's because my son was in the hospital for probably seven days. And he, uncle Vinny came to visit him a couple of times, Absolutely. but uh, we think that he had the COVID back then because mm-hmm. low oxygen levels and all that stuff. And he, uh, it, it was really bad. It was, it was a bad part in time. But when he got out, it was right before Thanksgiving, and we did the right thing of not going down to my sister's right away for Thanksgiving because he just got out of the hospital. So we we're kind of like, ah, we don't want to go anywhere. We just got him out of the hospital. Let's just like put a backseat on this. But normally, my sister puts on like the biggest spread in the world because she loves. Thanksgiving is one of the things she loves because that's how my family rolled back in the day was uh, my grandmother would do Thanksgiving and we would do Thanksgiving there every year. Mm -hmm. Same table that my grandmother did Thanksgiving on. My sister got refinished and redid. Okay. So (laughs) it was, uh, it was, it was a surreal, but very sweet moment because all the times that we've had on that table as kids growing up, you know, we're having it now with our kids. So Chris, my brother-in-law who listens to us, he did the trifecta this year. So he put out the trifecta turkey. He did a deep fried Cajun turkey. Wow. He did a apple and cherry smoked turkey. Wow. Nice. And then he did a rotisserie turkey. Hmm. And boys, let me tell you, that rotisserie turkey, oh, Stupid. Really? If you guys ever get a chance to rotisserie a turkey, do it. The best, hands down to all three of them, that was the best one in my book. Because the flavor wow. was so much better. Because he put it in the brine like you know everybody else does. Right. But then right. he's sitting there painting it with garlic butter. Oh, yeah. As it's turning. Just painting that thing. <laughs> just glorified garlic butter all over this thing. Like Bob Rock. And yeah. I'm just sitting there going, oh, you missed the spot. You must, yeah. that that spot right there needs a little tree. Happy little tree. Happy little tree right there, there in that spot. <laughs> so I'm helping Chris the entire time. Now, granted, I took down Chris a bottle of Screwball, which is the peanut butter whiskey. Yeah. Which we could really get stupid off of that. 
And I took and I took you down the Cleveland Underground black cherry that we like. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. So we we started drinking that as we were cooking the turkey. So we were taste sampling and all that stuff. But my sister go inside and you know everybody's in charge of different stuff. So my sister brings out this green bean casserole. It's like two pans of green bean casserole. We had we had sweet potatoes. We had mashed potatoes. We had the noodles that I was telling you guys about. My mother right. brought a seven layer salad. Ooh. Which is really good. It's like uh, cream, no sour cream. Is it sour cream? I don't know what that was on it. But it's a is salad. It ribbon salad? It's not ribbon salad. It's a. It's a like almost okay. like a casserole that she makes it. It's like peas, onions, bacon, uh, cauliflower, broccoli salad topped off with cheese on top. But there's a cream cheese like kind of dressing on it. That's really you good. Have bacon. <laughs> of course, I had your bacon. <laughs> But also, while we were down there, my sister said, we're not eating Thanksgiving the entire week. I said, okay, well, let's see what happens. She made me porcupine meatballs, which I showed Bri. Those things are fucking phenomenal. Then I got Ma's lasagna. Oh, and then homemade garlic bread with that Ma's lasagna. Very nice. Then we did breakfast every morning. My sister made fresh sausage patties, and I mean fresh off the farm sausage patties. Nice. Thank you, sis. Uh, scrambled eggs. We had chocolate chip pancakes. Dude, I like a king this entire week. Like I came I back. So I came back Sunday, and my wife looked at me and goes, "What happened?" And I'm like, "I apologize right now." <laughs> she goes, "What?" I'm like, "I'm going to be in the bathroom for the next three days." So how do I look? But, chubby, <laughs> chubby. <laughs> but no, it, it was it was good to see family because you know this time of year. And, you know, it, it's hard with COVID. It really is. And we all, yeah, we've all dealt with it. I mean, you want to see your mom. Right. I know you want to hang out with your, your family. What? Burrito. Oh, the burrito. Oh, the turkey burrito yeah. that I made. Yeah. Jocelyn made yeah. me a turkey burrito, Bri. Yeah. <laughs> it was, I think a, I download. it was a breakfast burrito with turkey, nice. ham, bacon, egg, hash browns, tots. Remember the picture of the South Side? Yeah. You remember the picture yeah. of this? Yeah. That's what she made me. Did you put uh, country gravy on it? Uh, she made uh, white pepper gravy that I put on it. No. So, so Vinny, uh, was your Thanksgiving different at all than uh, what you usually do? Um, You know, usually we're used to uh, to more people being there and stuff like that. So, yeah, we did, we did cut back a little bit more. Um. We were able to bring my uh, my fiance and her kids over, so you know we made it a a, a little bit bigger. But, Is that know, a their bit first Anzalone dinner? That's right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Wow. First nice. one. Wow. Um, I still wow. haven't been invited to the Anzalone dinner. <laughs> yeah, I don't. And, think uh, hold you on. Will be. Yeah. And by the way, you know what happened, Brian? Remember how we talked last week? I didn't get any sweet taters and marshmallows on them. Somebody was supposed I to bring me you those. Know where you stand now. You know I, what? I am just, I am down on the bottom now. It's all right. It's all right. You know, I take I care. I have some brat too. <laughs> I, I have some leftovers. Oh, it's so, all right. Thanksgiving is my favorite holiday, and it was kind of a bummer this year just because of uh, what's going on and not being able to see family. And usually we go down to my wife's family at her grandparents and – they still do a big, they have a 
a smaller house, but everyone just gets crammed into the basement and maybe 40, 50 people. So we have that dinner. Then we scoot up to my mom or my aunt's, maybe have a little bit of round two, and then we play a football game. And the Turkey Bowl hasn't been too high scoring the last couple of years, but after that, my favorite part of Thanksgiving kicks in to where I don't even really fill up on the main meals. My cousin, my aunt, they make like appetizers around six, seven o'clock at night, just kind of munchies and stuff like that. So good. Like dips, uh, desserts, stuff like that. She makes Skyline. They're from Cincinnati. She makes Skyline chili dip. She makes Reuben dip. Oh, so good. So I just, my aunt makes these things called hanky pankies. Have you ever heard of hanky pankies? Yeah, they're the, they come in a little truffle thing, and they got sausage in them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So she makes them on like these little uh, little pieces of rye bread. Oh, you do the rye maybe, bread. Okay, yeah, rye so bread, so we always do them in the uh, the phyllo cups. You know what I'm talking about? Like the okay. little pastry cups, and we put the cheese and the sausage right. and everything inside. That's right. how we make hanky pankies. Cheese and sausage. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh. oh yeah. Love hanky pankies. Oh. So I don't even really try to fill up too much on that other stuff. I'll get my mashed potatoes and whatnot, but um, yeah, those appetizers are where it's at, and then we just hang out till you know eleven, twelve o'clock at night playing games and stuff like that. So. That was tough for me. I missed that, but um, you know, I'll get through it. I, I'm hopeful for the future and look forward to next year. I guess. Yep. And I, I also know why you love Thanksgiving so much, is because you have a very extended family, and you get like six yeah. Thanksgivings oh. all in one fell oh, yeah. swoop. Yeah. So you got like a day Thanksgiving, you got right. a night Thanksgiving. Two days later, yeah. you got another Thanksgiving. I understand why you love Thanksgiving. Yeah, that's nice. We do we do a cousin's party on uh, on Wednesday night. Is that I do hold on. two Thanksgivings on Thursday? Is that with the cowboy? Oh yeah. Is oh, the cowboy there? Oh yeah, flip cup. I mean, hold on. You know who I'm talking about with the cowboy? Party. I don't want to say his name. Oh yeah. You, you know, does yeah. he listen to the show? Yeah, absolutely. Adam right. listens. Okay, Adam, what's up, buddy? <laughs> <laughs> We're up, we're up thumbing the guitar till three, four o'clock in the morning, playing flip cup, whatever. And but then the next day it kicks in, and you're like, oh man, this is a long day. So we do Thanksgiving twice on Thursday, and then once again on Saturday, and it's a long week. It's a lot of turkey. I get my fill of turkey just in like four days. So and I'm good for the year. Before we switch over to our top three, okay, what? exotic pies did you try was there any exotic pies so you had that you had pumpkin apple i had pumpkin i didn't even have any apple this year i just had pumpkin just pumpkin and um i had that that peanut butter pie which was almost like a cheesecake but also my mother-in-law made a pumpkin pie and it's a old family recipe of theirs and they call it pumpkin pie but it's not even real pumpkin pie. And she started to tell the story, and my wife was kind of giving her the, uh, no, stop right there. Don't mention anything more because she knew if I found out it wasn't actual pumpkin pie, then maybe I wouldn't finish it. But it tasted like pumpkin pie. It was squash. Oh, okay. No, no, no. That's pie. fine. That's fine. Have you ever heard of that? Yeah. Right. It's basically kind of the same thing. Oh, yeah. It's, of course, it's the same mentally, thing. mentally, 
it would have been a blocker for me, and maybe I wouldn't have finished yeah, it. Yeah, that's but, all right. Yeah, it was a squash pie. They call it pumpkin pie. Tastes like pumpkin pie. It was delicious. Vinny? I might have had that blocker. Vinny pies at yours? Yeah, no, we just had, like I said, it was actually kind of a very mild Thanksgiving, and it was kind of nice. Um, we just had pumpkin. Okay. That was it. So I got to get mine because when you said you had that, uh, the peanut butter pie. Yeah. All right. So I got to throw this out here. So I got my black raspberry pie, which my aunt made for me. And I, my mom and I fought over it cause she hasn't had it in forever. <laughs> we had also a pecan pie and we had a pumpkin pie. Mm-hmm. All right. So my friend of mine who is a chef and like legit chef, he's been on food network, I think. Like, he's that kind of chef. Nice. All right. So, I go over to his place on Saturday. Yep. And I haven't seen him in a while. I said, hey. I'm like, how you doing? We just hanging out. He goes, hey, do you want some pie? I said, of course I want some pie. I'm like, what what do you got over here? He goes, well, my wife made Buckeyes. But she also made a Buckeye pie. No way. Yeah. And I went, what? He goes, yeah, you got to try it. I'm like, of course I'm going to try it. So what she did is she did a chocolate graham cracker uh, bottom layer with the peanut butter with the walnut or walnuts or pecans on the inside. Yeah. Layer of chocolate on top and then Buckeyes as the crust going around the outside. That wasn't too much. Oh, no, it was it was rich. It was sweet, but it wasn't too much because it didn't have like the super sweet punch. You know what I mean? Wow. Mm-hmm. Oh, I told her, I'm so, like, I told her, I looked at her, I kissed her, and I took the rest of the pie. <laughs> <laughs> we talked a little bit last week that, uh, you know, I grew up on an apple farm and we grew up making um, caramel apples. Yes. And they make now, they've expanded from caramel apples to candy apples. Now they make a buckeye apple, which looks like a giant buckeye. Wow. And, oh, man. You. Which apples inside? It's a Melrose. Okay. Yeah, they they dip the Melrose in peanut butter. They let that cool, and then they dip it in chocolate. By the and, way, you cannot and, stump the cowboy or Big Bry when it comes to apples because you say <laughs> you say, well, what do they use for this? And the next thing you know, here they come. They are like all apples. Melrose is the apple of Ohio. I. So. See? See, there he is. There he is. Very nice. All right, so boys, we are getting we are way past time. Um, Brian, we are about uh, 110 in. Okay. So let's do our top three. You want to do uh, top three? Okay. We'll do our top three, because that's the only thing we got left. We already did our Browns picks. We already did. I got everything else, right? So, with the... Trivia still left. Trivia still left. You want to do the trivia before the top three? No, it doesn't matter. No. No, let's do the trivia before the top three. All right, so okay. I gave you, I gave you the trivia question. Under. You took the under. It's the Browns. Okay, yeah. so I gave Bry the over under. We're taking this year out of how many wins since nineteen ninety nine they had, and Bry took, and I said it was a hundred, right? And under you 100, you yeah. took a hundred. Uh, you 100. are wrong, my friend. Really? They won one hundred and one games. In 211. Yeah. That is their record since 1999. Thank God. 101 and 211. Thank God for Johnny Manziel. 
All right. So. <laughs> he won a game? Can you confirm that? He won a game. He did win a game. <laughs> I, are you sure it wasn't Billy Manziel? It might have been. He might have had the wing on, and he okay. might have been riding yeah. on a swan, but he still won a game. Okay. All right. All right. Cannot so, confirm. <laughs> all right. So we're getting our top three right now. And since the weather is shitty, it is cold, it is snowy, it is messed up outside, we're going to do our top three soups. So, Bry, let me get yep. our top three jingle, and I don't even have it. Of course I don't have it. I'm, oh, Jesus, I'm pulling Dave right sing. now. Sing I'm not it. doing a sing. Here we ding, go. Ding, hold ding, on, ding, hold ding, on. Ding, ding. Dick. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's enough of it. All right, yeah. so we are doing top three soups for your time right now. It's all right. Yep. It's still playing. So as it goes, so Bry, oh, I'm going to do it. Okay. Uh, Bry, give me your number three. Um, My number three comes with a little bit of controversy because... I never really considered this a soup, but you tell me it is. And so my number three will be chili. I consider it a soup, right? It's a very specifically thick soup. Cincinnati. It's a, it's, a very, it's a very sick, thick, thick, thick soup, but I, I consider it a soup. Yeah. I mean, I okay. do. We'll get into an argument later. We'll see. We'll see what the uh, right. Twitter universe goes back at us on. All right. Right. Yeah. Chili is not a soup. But you tell me. You categorize it as a soup. And so I, I technically do. But I mean, that's me. All right. All right so that's, hold on. Let that's me. My number three. Hold on. Let Sounds me get healthier for him. Let me get your number two. All right. Uh, so your number two. My number. My number two is French onion. Love oh, French onion soup. God. I don't no. get it very often. <laughs> But um, the cheesier, the better. Do you do the crouton in it, though? Or the, the yeah, piece of French bread? Yeah, okay. bread? Okay. Okay. For sure. For sure. All right. Uh, I had it at one restaurant. You know how, if you've ever gotten French onion soup at a restaurant, you know how stringy it can be, and you look like a fool mm-hmm. trying to eat it, and you make a mess of yourself? One restaurant gave me scissors. To cut it with. <laughs> no shit. You, you, yeah, you dip your spoon in, you pull it up, and then you just snip nice. and you eat it. It was no great. Shit. <laughs> I can't remember what restaurant it was, to be honest. All right, so give me your number one. Number one is um, it's a toss up between like, um, I'll say cheesy potato soup, but I also like a beer cheese soup also. Okay. Ooh. Okay. So. Just find a way to mix a, a ton of cheese into soup, and I'm probably going to like it. <laughs> so let's switch over to my cousin, Vinny. Vinny, yep. give me your number three. My number three is uh, the Italian wedding soup. Well, of course you I that. knew it. Uh-huh. I knew it. <laughs> yep. We were talking about it earlier. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I... yeah, definitely. Um my, my number two actually is French onion soup as well. There it is. Number yeah. two is French onion All soup. Right. Yeah, there you go. All right, let's do a quick number one. So, 
Number one, my uh, broccoli and cheddar. Oh, oh broccoli and cheddar. That. Any kind of broccoli okay. and cheese, okay. broccoli and cheddar. Soup. Yeah, so oh, you're yeah. with me. Lots of cheese. Exactly. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yep. So, <laughs> so my number three. I'm going to go with... Here come the weird stuff. No, no, no. I'm going to go with an old school classic. I'm going to go with a chicken noodle yes. as an old school classic. Oh, okay. And not like the Campbell's chicken noodle. I like like the Progresso chicken noodle where okay. you got the bigger noodles. And yeah. Chicken noodle is... Right. You can't go... And especially with the grilled cheese mm-hmm. that you dip it in. Especially with like tomato. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You can't have grilled cheese with your soups. All right. So yep. my number two. And I got to go with clam chowder Ooh, I, I gotta go with chowder i love a either a clam chowder or a corn chowder i like that thick hearty kind of soup that just gets you it gets you yep corn chowder is very good i know and my number one my wife makes this soup and it blows my mind it is a baked mm. potato soup mm. Okay. Okay. She bakes potatoes. It's a hula hands. You know hula hands, right? Restaurant? Yep. It's yep. a hula hands specialty. So you bake potatoes. You make this baked potato soup and heavy whipped cream or heavy cream. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. You top it off with melted cheddar. Yeah. Bacon bits, scallions. And if you want a little <laughs> spice, jalapenos. Very nice. Yeah. And it is a very thick soup and it is so good. And also, you got to have the oyster crackers, right? Yeah. Oyster crackers or saltines. Yeah. And, you know, honorable mention, you got to go with the tomato soup, right? Oh, yeah. Honorable mention for all of us, tomato soup. Sure. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Tomato, tomato bisque, whatever. Yeah. Especially. I got a question for you. Yeah. Does your wife make that soup for Michigan fans? Uh, She can if you talk nice to her. Oh, yeah. Okay. All right. You want her to make it? sounds delicious you know it takes a whole bag of potatoes for her to make that really <laughs> i swear to god because when she makes it she makes it we freeze some and it tastes better when it was frozen and then reheated wow i never thought it would be happen but yeah she, i'll have her make it for you all right so this nice. week i'll go get okay. some potatoes and i'll have her make it for you yeah a little yeah, sample over this show. way too uh, yeah well you guys are going to be here next week hopefully <laughs> so you both can have it next week all right, boys. So we are at the end of the show. Uh, mm-hmm. We already did the trivia, right? Yes, we, we did uh, everything. Yep. Yes, we did everything. Yep. Holy shit, right? We did everything. Are golden. Do are you want to do you want to promote our uh, special episode for next week? Uh, because maybe, possibly, could be happening. What the? Oh, yes. Our Michigan oh, Ohio State. Yes, our Michigan Ohio State game. If it happens. Yeah. Uh, so That's Brian and I. Brian. What? Ten days away. Yes. Ten days away. So next week, Brian and I are going to have a special put out just for Ohio State Michigan. It is going to be me and Brian giving each other shit over Ohio State Michigan. So it's going to be a special episode. It's not going to be a. One of our normals. We're going to do our normal no, episode. No, We're going to talk about right. the Browns and Titans. We're going to talk about food. We're going to talk about what we talk about. But this episode, we will do this every year for you guys. <laughs> because this is where Brian and I get to have some fun and talk shit to each other. And have a blast, right? This will be the best one that we probably ever do. Because... We're going to share stories of Michigan-Ohio State games in the past. And I have 
a couple of whoppers yeah, that I are bet, hilarious. I so. bet he does. I bet he does. It's son of a bitch. He pulls shit out. <laughs> Is there nothing Tune about in, it? They're, they're, they're like some of the best stories I've had in my life, so they're pretty fun. <laughs> Nothing uh, about Rutgers, though? Nothing like that? Oh! Uh, <laughs> yeah. Or Penn State? Okay. <laughs> hey, I'm not going to be here for it, so, you know, I got to get my little licks in. I like that Vinny brought up a win that we had. He didn't even bring up Penn State, so thank you, Vinny. <laughs> That's a horrible win. You shouldn't even count that as a win. <laughs> A win's a win. Listen to, Cam Newton. Listen to Cam Newton. You don't apologize for a win. <laughs> All right. We got to go. We are an hour and 20 minutes in. All right, Bri. Golly. Give him a God All bless. Right. Yep. God bless you. God bless America. God bless the Cleveland Browns. Uh, everybody say good night. Have a good night, everybody. I am that fat guy. We are definitely uncorked and unloaded. And please check out our special next week. And hopefully you stuck around with this show. Uh, find us on Twitter. Find us on Facebook. Just search for us. You're going to have a good time with us. Oh, yeah. All right. So we are on court. Oh, forgot about the troops. We love our troops. We love our yep. first responders. Yep. Thank you guys for everything Thank you do. And once again, we are on court unloaded and we are out. Thank you, everybody. Have a good night.